0: You're listening to the Bible Chunks read Through Podcast in association with the Limadim Bible Reading Plan in Charles River Church. For more information on Limadim, visit lmd.church or for more information on Charles River Church, visit charlesriverchurch.com. We read the whole story to make whole disciples of Jesus. Bible Chunks Read Through Podcast. We will read through the Bible in the chunks or sections based on themes that it was designed to be read in so we can get a better handle on the story of God. My name is Kevin. That's enough about me. Let's dive into the Word. Today we'll be reading Joshua 1, 1 through 5, 15, 98 verses today. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life, just as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, pass through the midst of the camp and command the people prepare your provisions for within 3 days you are to pass over this Jordan to go into the take possession of the land that the Lord your God is giving you to possess and the Reubenites the Gadites and the half tribe of Manasseh Joshua said remember the word that Moses the servant of the Lord commanded you saying the Lord your God is providing you a place of rest and will give you this land Your wives, your little ones, and your livestock shall remain in the land that Moses gave you beyond the Jordan. But all the men of valor among you shall pass over armed before your brothers, and shall help them, until the Lord gives rest to your brothers as he is to you, and they also take possession of the land that the Lord your God is giving them. Then you shall return to the land of your possession and shall possess it, the land that Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you beyond the Jordan toward the sunrise. And they answered Joshua, All that you have commanded us we will do, and wherever you send us we will go. Just as we obeyed Moses in all things, so we will obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you, as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your commandments and disobeys your words, whatever you command him shall be put to death. Only be strong and courageous. And Joshua the son of Nun sent two men secretly from Shittim as spies, saying, Go view the land, especially Jericho. And, when they, and they went and came to the house of a prostitute, whose name was Rahab, and lodged there. And it was told to the king of Jericho, Behold, men of Israel have come here tonight to search out the land. Then the king of Jericho sent to Rahab, saying, Bring out the men who have come to you, who entered your house, for they have come to search out the land. But the woman had taken the two men and hidden them. And she said, True, the men came to me, but I did not know where they came from. And when the gate was about to be closed at dark, the men went out. I don't know where the men went. Pursue them quickly, for you will overtake them. But she had brought them up to the roof and hid them with the stalks of flax that she had laid in order on the roof. So the men pursued them on the way to the Jordan as far as the fords, and the gate was shut as soon as the pursuers had gone out. Before the men lay down, she came up to them on the roof and said to the men, I know that the Lord has given you the land and that the fear of you has fallen upon us and that the inhabitants of the land melt away before you. For we've heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea before you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to the two kings of the Amorites who were beyond the Jordan, to Sihon and Og, whom you devoted to destruction. And as soon as we heard it, our hearts melted and there was no spirit left in any man because of you. For the Lord your God, he is God in heaven above and earth beneath. Now then, please swear to me by the Lord that as I have dealt kindly with you, you will also deal kindly with my father's house and give me a sure sign that you'll save alive my father and my mother, my brothers and my sisters, and all who belong to them and deliver our lives from death. And the men said to her, Our life for yours, even to death. If you do not tell this business of ours, then when the Lord gives us the land, we will deal kindly and faithfully with you. Then she let them down by a rope through the window for her house was built into the city wall so that she lived in the wall and she said to them go into the hills or the pursuers will encounter you and hide 3 days until the pursuers have returned then afterward you may go your way the men said to her we will be guiltless with respect to this oath of yours if you that you have made us swear behold when we come into the land you shall tie this scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down and you shall gather into your house your father and your mother, your brother and all your father's household, then if anyone goes out of the doors of your house into the street, his blood shall be on his own head, and we shall be guiltless. But if a hand is laid on anyone who is with you in the house, his blood shall be on our head. But if you tell this business of ours, then we shall be guiltless with respect to the oath that you have made us swear. And she said, According to your words, so be it. Then she sent them away, and they departed, and and she tied the scarlet cord in the window. They departed and went into the hills and remained there three days until the pursuers returned. And the pursuers searched all along the way and found nothing. Then the two men returned. They came down from the hills and passed over and came to Joshua, the son of Nun, and they told him all that happened to them. And they talked to Joshua. They said, Truly, the Lord has given all the land into our hands, and also all the inhabitants of the land melt away because of us. Then Joshua rose early in the morning, And they set out from Shittim, and they came over the Jordan, he and all the people of Israel, and lodged there before they passed over. At the end of three days, the officers went through the camp and commanded the people, As soon as you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God being carried by the Levitical priests, then you shall set up from your place and follow it. Yet there shall be a distance between you and it, about two thousand cubits in length. Do not come near it, in order that you may know the way you should go, for you have not passed this way before." When you come into the brink of the waters of the Jordan, you shall stand still in the Jordan. And Joshua said to the people of Israel, Come here and listen to the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said, How is it you shall know that the living God is among you, and he will without fail drive out from before you the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hivites, the Perizzites, the Girgashites, the Amorites, and the Jebusites? Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth is passing over before you into the Jordan. Now therefore take twelve men from the tribes of Israel, from each tribe a man. And when the soles of the feet of the priests bearing the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth shall rest in the waters of the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan shall be cut off from flowing, and the waters come down from above shall stand in one heap. So when the people set out from their tents to pass over the Jordan with the priests, bearing the ark of the covenant before the people, and as soon as those bearing the ark had come as far as the Jordan, and the feet of the priests bearing the ark were dipped in the brink of the water. Now the Jordan overflows all its banks throughout the time of the harvest. The waters coming down from above stood and rose up in a heap very far away at Adam, the city that is beside Zarethan. And those flowing down toward the sea of the Arabah, the salt sea, were completely cut off. And the people passed over opposite Jericho. Now the priests bearing the ark of the covenant of the Lord stood firmly on dry ground in the midst of the Jordan. And all Israel was passing over on dry ground until the nation finished passing over the Jordan. When all the nation had finished passing over the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, Take twelve men from the people, each man from each tribe a man, then command them, saying, Take twelve stones from here, out of the midst of the Jordan, from the very place where the priest's feet stood firmly, and bring them over with you, and lay them down in the place where you may lodge tonight. Then Joshua called the twelve men from the people of Israel, whom he had appointed, a man from each tribe. And Joshua said to them, Pass on before the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of the Jordan, and take up, each of you, a stone upon his shoulder according to the number of tribes of the people of Israel, that this may be a sign among you. When your children ask in times to come, What do these stones mean to you? Then you shall tell them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord, when it passed over the Jordan. The waters of the Jordan were cut off, so these stones shall be to the people of Israel a memorial forever. And the people of Israel did as Joshua commanded and took up twelve stones out of the midst of the Jordan, according to the number of the tribes of the people of Israel, just as the Lord told Joshua. And they carried over with them to the place where they lodged and lay them down there. And Joshua set up twelve stones in the midst of the Jordan, in the place where the feet of the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant had stood. And they are there to this day. For the priests bearing the ark stood in the midst of the Jordan until everything was finished that the Lord commanded to Joshua. That the Lord commanded Joshua to tell the people according to all that Moses had commanded Joshua. The people passed over in haste, and when all the people had finished passing over, the ark of the Lord and the priests passed over before the people. The sons of Reuben and the sons of Gad, the half tribe of Manasseh, passed over armed before the people of Israel, as Moses had told them, about forty thousand, ready for war. Passed over before the Lord for battle to the plains of Jericho. On that day the Lord exalted Joshua in the sight of all Israel, and they stood in awe of him, just as they had stood in awe of Moses all the days of his life. And the Lord said to Joshua, Command the priests bearing the ark of the testimony to come up out of the Jordan. So Joshua commanded the priests, Come up out of the Jordan. When the priests bearing the ark of the covenant of the Lord came up from the midst of the Jordan, and the soles of the priests' feet were lifted up on dry ground, the waters of the Jordan returned to their place and overflowed all its banks as before. The people came up out of the Jordan on the tenth day of the first month, and they encamped at Gilgal on the east border of Jericho. And those twelve stones, which they took out of the Jordan, Joshua set up at Gilgal. And he said to the people of Israel, When your children ask their fathers in times to come, what do these stones mean? Then you you, you shall let your children know, Israel passed over the Jordan on dry ground, For the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan for you until you passed over, as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up for us until we passed over, so that all the peoples of the earth may know that the hand of the Lord is mighty, that you may fear the Lord your God forever. As soon as the kings of the Amorites, who were beyond the Jordan to the west, and all the kings of the Canaanites, who were by the sea, heard that the Lord had dried up the waters of the Jordan for the people of Israel until they had crossed over, their hearts melted. There was no longer any spirit in them because of the people of Israel. At that time, the Lord said to Joshua, Make twelve flint knives and circumcise the sons of Israel a second time. So Joshua made flint knives and circumcised the sons of Israel at Gibeah Ha'arloth. And the reason why Joshua circumcised them, all the males of the people who came out of Egypt, all the men of war, had died in the wilderness on the way after they had come out of Egypt. Though all the people who came had been circumcised, Yet all the people who were born in the way of the wilderness after they had come out of Egypt had not been circumcised. For the people of Israel walked forty years in the wilderness until all the nation, the men of war who came out of Egypt, perished. Because they did not obey the voice of the Lord, the Lord swore to them that he would not let them see the land that the Lord had swore to their fathers to give us, a land flowing with milk and honey. So it was their children, whom he raised up in their place, that Joshua circumcised. For they were uncircumcised because they had not been circumcised on the way." When the circumcising of the whole nation was finished, they remained in the place in the camp until they were healed. And the Lord said to Joshua, Today I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. And so the name of the place is called Gilgal to this day. When the, while the people of Israel were encamped at Gilgal, they kept the Passover on the fourteenth day of the month in the evening of the plains of Jericho. And the day after Passover, on that very day, they ate of the produce of the land unleavened cakes and parched grain. And the manna ceased the day after they ate the produce of the land. and There was no longer manna for the people of Israel, but they ate the fruit of the land of Canaan that year. When Joshua was by Jericho, he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, a man was standing before him with his drawn sword in his hand. Joshua went to him and said to him, Are you for us or for our adversaries? And he said, No. Welcome to Joshua. It's finally happening. In Exodus, God, actually, in, all the way back in Genesis, God promised Abraham to give him this land. And then 400 years go by uh, with Israel in slavery in Egypt. And then in Exodus, God promises Moses in that burning bush that he would use him to bring them into that promised land. And here we see them eat the produce of the land for the first time. On the Passover, and then the manna that the Lord was providing ceased. There's a lot happening here. We have Joshua as the new Moses, uh, where the, the, the fear of the Lord, the fear of the, the Lord is upon Joshua, and the nations are scared of Israel. They keep telling him, the Lord tells Joshua, be strong and courageous. The people are telling Joshua, be strong and courageous. Lead us, Joshua, in the way of the Lord and Joshua does and he sends spies. We've seen we've seen the sending of spies into the promised land before and so Joshua sends two spies this time, not 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 the full 12, just two. Two came back with a good report the last time, so I wonder if there's some of that playing into this, but he sends just two spies into the land into into Jericho and they came to the house of a prostitute. Now if you remember the law, the land when Israel inhabits it should have no prostitutes in it. And so, this is one of the, the, the last prostitutes in the land of Canaan. And what happens when, when God shows up, when, when Israel shows up, we will see that this prostitute, who uh, is forced into a life of sleeping with men for money, this prostitute uh, actually has a dramatic conversion. And rather than being destroyed ends up being saved, but it's interesting because she has her own Passover event here, where the spies go in and say, alright, you've been good to us, and she says, please the fear of you is upon us Like we know what you've done in Egypt, and drying up the Red Sea and, and all of that, we're terrified of you and I believe that the Lord is with you so please, when you come in to destroy the land, don't destroy me or my family, and they say fine, all you have to do is put this Red cord outside of your window, and we'll leave you alone. Now, it's not blood, but it is red, and so it is a absolute reflection of the Passover event, where if you go into this house, you put this red cord out your window, we will leave you alone. But if you come out of that window, if you—oh, sorry—I guess they wouldn't come out the window. But if you come out of the house, uh, your blood will be on your own hand. Uh, we're we're gonna be. Um, at war. And if you come out of the house, uh, we have no guarantee of your protection. But if you stay in the house, we won't touch you. Everything will be fine. And so she has her own, she has her own Passover event. And then we have another, we have another Red Sea event where Israel crosses over the Jordan River and the Jordan River dries up. They cross over on dry ground. And so they, another, another event. So you have like a Passover and another Uh, Exodus event, except now instead of leaving, they're actually coming into the promised land. And they take those 12 stones out of the, the heart of the river, they lay them up as a reminder that God has done this. And then the nation is circumcised. As all the males in the wilderness, we find out, were not circumcised, now they are circumcised in the land of Canaan and preparing preparing for war, and right before they are about to go in, we see this, Joshua meeting this man, and I love what he says, are you for us, or are you for our enemies, and the man says, no, I'm the commander of the army of the Lord, now I've come, and Joshua takes off his sandals, just as Moses did at the burning bush. And so it's a, it's a conclusion. It's sort of the closing parentheses, of where God met Moses in the burning bush. Now you have the closed parentheses where God meets Joshua, as they're about to enter into the promised land. Really beautiful things going on here. And so, as we read this passage, uh, I would encourage you to consider: What does this tell you about who God is? What does it tell you about yourself? About some attitude in you or anything about the state of humanity. What was it that the Holy Spirit was stirring up while we were doing the reading? And take those thoughts, turn them into prayers, and we'll be right here again tomorrow. Until then, God bless.